Castle's Corner. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to this week's episode of Castle's Corner. Today, it's it's kind of a crossover episode between Unscripted. This is Unscripted, presented by Algonquin, um, in collaboration with the Metro West Daily News, and Castle's Corner, presented by uh, Tommy Castle. What a good introduction, Nick Hatton. Appreciate that. Well, like, uh, I try. <laughs> like I said, uh, like Nick said, this is Unscripted. Uh, they are three Algonquin seniors in Nick Hatton, Josh Harmon, and Johnny Simmons. Um who are the boys who have the most hot takes in the area uh, and are That's the fact. hype men of Algonquin Athletics as they run a Twitter, YouTube channel, Instagram, everything uh, behind the scenes of Algonquin High School sports. So earlier today, uh, after seeing these three boys do a pizza review uh, over at WPI, I decided they should come in for a pizza review here with the Metro West Daily News. So I had uh, Josh Harmon pick me up in his Jeep, and we drove about five minutes down the road to a pizza wagon in Framingham. I'll attach the video of the three doing their pizza review outside of Pizza Wagon to the article of this podcast. Uh, but boys, how was the pizza? Pizza was pizza was solid. I'm not gonna lie; it was, it was better than I thought it would be. Given the uh, given the, it was kind of a scrappy little place. Um, it's not a very big place; not a lot of square footage in there, but um, didn't didn't reflect in the quality of the pizza. The quality of the pizza was uh, pretty solid. Josh, that's the best part about pizza. It doesn't matter the environment. Pizza's pizza. It was great pizza. I think we all gave it mid-sevens. So, you know, it was much better than the WPI pizza. That was stadium pizza. This is real pizza, and we're real real pizza reviewers. And you guys are pretty hungry, right? Yo, we were starving. Oh, I was very hungry. I gave it a 7-9. I thought the dough was soft. Crust was good. Definitely a pie rather than anything else. Good cheese. Yeah, it wasn't cardboard. It was. It was. It didn't have much flop, but it wasn't cardboard. It looked pretty good. Although they, it, ate, it was a real pizza place. They, let's just say that they ate all of it. I didn't get to have a single slice. Uh, that's a six fifty dollars uh, wasted down the tubes. But whatever it is, what it we're, is. We're on a high school budget. Yeah, I said it before. I'll say it again. <laughs> so, like I said, I'll, I'll attach that video. I'll put it on Twitter uh, and put it with our podcast episode as well. So, um, Nick Hatton, since you're the ringleader of this group, uh, tell me what Unscripted does. So, Unscripted is a. Um, Almost news outlet esque for um, Algonquin, and we cover every. We try to get as as many of the Algonquin sports. I mean, we we do have a lot at Algonquin, so it's tough to get everyone. But um, we we try our best to cover as many Algonquin sports as we can, um, and we like to offer our kind of input on on Boston sports and just the things going on in the community as a whole that people that we think people should um, be aware of, and it's kind of a source of entertainment and. Um, information, and it, it's something that we inherited about a year ago, and we've we've just been having fun with it this year. It's it's honestly been a blast. So tell me what Unscripted does. Is it videos? Is it articles? Is yeah. it podcasts? Like tell us what a normal day of Unscripted is yeah. at an event. Yeah. So we so we film. Um, we like to film usually weekly shows. Sometimes we do two shows a week that are around twenty twenty five minutes. Those are on YouTube. We film those um, in the studio at Algonquin, and then. Um, for special occasions, for example, the both parades, we did like man on the street videos that we put on our Twitter, um, and we'll do little mock interviews either after certain sporting events for Algonquin or um, just maybe maybe halftime of games and for basically for all the the public events that Algonquin holds, we try to be there with uh, 
some amount of coverage. Now, you guys were at the TD Garden for Algonquin Boys and Girls Hoops. We were able to play uh, at the home of the Celtics early this season. We were there as well, and we saw you guys ask some questions to some of your basketball players, like if the earth is flat and uh, some funny stuff. Um, you also got to meet Brian Scalabrini, which was pretty cool. Was that th- there at the Garden? Yeah, Scal was a great guy. He was much, you'd think he wouldn't be that tall, but he's, he is even bigger in person. He's, he's, I, he's not a center, but, you know. I took his hand, and it was big. Yep. Yeah, the, his hands were huge. He's a big guy, very nice. We were thrilled to meet him. We were surprised he was there and um, very happy. The white mom is actually from, I think, Sherburne or Dover, uh, one of those two towns. We, we call it Dover-Sherburne because that's the name of their high school. And he actually spoke at our um, one of our banquets here. We do banquets every uh, season for our All-Stars, and he was the nicest guy ever, uh, white mamba, right? Yeah, uh, and he goes around and uh, he was taking pictures with everybody. He's got big hands, like Johnny said. He's uh, he's a he's a big guy. He's not a center, but he's a, he's a, he's he's definitely a big dude. So uh, that's cool. And then uh, Nick, I understand not at the Garden, but at WPI, one of the sites for uh, playoff high school basketball. Uh, you had a bit of a brush up with the police recently. So can you tell us what happened? Yeah, of course. Um, you know, being the uh, the I guess prominent hype man that I try to be um it comes with a lot of um attention and people kind of looking out for, uh looking after me and and making sure I don't break the rules and they kind of I, I have a lot of eyes on me during any given game and especially during these playoff games um so I was you know we it was a big game we had lost twice to watch you sit in the regular season um coming in as underdogs fifth seed versus the one seed we came in we did our work and we uh we got that 15 point 15 point dub and you know i had to go celebrate with my boys nick redden um if you're listening shout out number 23 but um so after every win me and nick do our our handshake um and it requires kind of some space it's a pretty uh athletic handshake uh some might say but so we did that and about 30 seconds before we did that uh the police there was a police officer that was in my ear telling me to get off the court um when i wasn't actually on the court in the first place but that's beside the that's beside the point <laughs> um so he told me to get off the court so i i backed up and then i went and celebrated with nick and all of a sudden i i felt two hands on my on my left arm and i was getting dragged off the court um and i got brought into the stairway and he kind of semi interrogated me what's your name where are you from how old are you um i just you know gave him everything and he didn't take too kindly to the fact that i proceeded to go celebrate with my friends after you know the biggest the biggest victory of our season so far so i mean it was worth it um in the long run but uh, i still don't think i did anything wrong but you know that's just a biased high school teenager point of view kind of like el president super bowl kind of exactly thing. yeah I, I knew i wasn't um gonna leave there voluntarily so and um, you know if they try to put some sort of ban on me for the cmas finals like <laughs> like just like prez they're gonna have to they're gonna have to drag me out of that place make sure you wear your nice pair of jeans for that because i know he uh was talking about that last week <laughs> exactly now josh Harmon here uh first off happy birthday kid uh Thank 18 you. years old today uh thanks for spending time here at castle's corner on your big day um i kind of hear you're the brains of the operation I also hear that you came up with a t-shirt recently based off of uh, Nick's antics. So can you tell us about the t-shirt? Yeah, so we've, I guess when this will come out, we've been selling a t-shirt uh, for a little while. It says uh, free hatter on it. It's similar to, you know, Barstool and free Portnoy and all that stuff. We just wanted to commemorate the occasion. It was it was a great win against what you said. And that kind of, that moment was, I think it's going to be one of the iconic moments of this team and of the season. So, and, you know, we're just, we're hoping that the shipment comes here by uh 
our CMAS finals game on Friday. So hopefully you'll see a lot of kids wearing that shirt. Yeah, I might have to get one myself. So uh, just let me know uh, who I should, who you should, who I should bill or send my uh, my payment to. But I definitely want to support the cause. Uh, Hatton, don't get don't get to uh, jail before you're 18, please. Um, now, like I said, uh, Josh is uh, the kind of the brains of Unscripted. Uh, what kind of things do you have to do to keep these two? Obviously, Nick's got a lot of stuff uh, going on behind the scenes. What do you, how do you keep Nick and Johnny in line? Yeah, I'd say Nick, it's more so time management. He's got a lot going on. So, you know, I, I'm always constantly begging him, you know, when can we do this? When can we do that? Can you be here in 15 or 20? Like, when? where are you? It's a lot of where are you for Nick. Um, and then Johnny, it's more uh, staying on topic. You know, I, I'm going to be honest. I mean, um, Johnny likes to go off on tangents every once in a while on our episode. And he'll he'll talk about a subject that maybe, you know, we, we're trying to wrap up. And, you know, Nick will say, all right, so that's it from scripted. And Johnny will go, wait, uh, I got one more thing. And, you know, we, and I always tell him, Johnny, we can't have, you know, 40-minute episodes. People are going to tune that out. We, we got to make these quicker and, you know. We, st- we still have a little bit of the school year to to learn a bit more about that. All right. Well, we're all learning here. Johnny, um, other than that glowing review from your uh, your co-host, uh, I hear your, your specialty is kind of man-on-the-street performances. Uh, you've been doing some in-person interviews at, like uh, Nick said, Red Sox and Patriots Championship Parades. Uh, can you give me your best question? Uh, our best question was from the Patriots Parade recently. I'd walk around with an empty water bottle and just with a phone and ask sony or samsung usually get a little bit of a pause but i mean most people would say sony and then we'd all start jumping around going crazy but for those awkward people that didn't understand the question and would pick samsung because it's probably the better company (laughs) we would walk off with no words and we'd still put it up. So I guess I can't use Sony as a, a plug here or advertisement. But I liked a, a tweet you had of Sony Michelle scoring during the Super Bowl, and you put up a, a black picture with just the word Sony in it. I thought it was an awesome tweet. Uh, we'll get to that later on about Twitter. But I also understand sometimes at school, uh, you'll use some of your man-on-the-street or man-on-interviews uh, um, techniques to question uh, unassuming classmates or administrators. What's that like uh asking these questions at school I'm sure some people don't really want to be interviewed yeah I mean in my opinion I think lunch is a great time because everyone's kind of relaxed in the cafeteria so whether if one of two of them are busy then I'll ask one of my other friends call them like unscripted interns because you know we could use all the help but so I walk around if anyone like looks at me I'll directly go to them with no question and then I'll ask them if they want to be interviewed, and then we just get it rolling. But I do see Tennessee to look away and put their head down, which is kind of funny. So a lot of people might be avoiding you at high school pretty much. Yeah, they don't want the attention. <laughs> well, you guys do a good job of spreading the love and attention on Algonquin sports. Uh, we'll take a quick break here on Castle Corner. And we come back, we'll dive away from kind of T-Hawk uh, sports and uh, talk about these three Tomahawks besides Unscripted. Back with the three members of Unscripted from Algonquin Regional High School. So, Nick, besides Unscripted, I know that you dabble kind of your toes in a couple different pools of water and different things. Uh, recently, you were in a play. Uh, what role were you and what play was it? Yeah, so um, I played actually a sch- schizophrenic dead father. Um, 
in the play called Proof. His name was Robert, and he's basically, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie A Beautiful Mind. Oh, yeah, uh, um, Sean, uh, John Nash. Right, yeah. It's basically that, but in play form. Like, my character um, was a mathematician who was just an absolute genius, um, and his daughter, who's like the lead, um, is worried that she's going to kind of inherit his sort of schizophrenia because she's inheriting his like smarts his math abilities but he, she's worried that he's going to inherit some of the mental mental illnesses as well um and that was that was fun it was the most serious kind of acting I, I do improv also which is kind of more lighthearted and more funny this was definitely the most serious role i've ever done um and it was cool to kind of tackle a, a play about mental illness with um there was only three other people in the play besides myself so intimate and cool uh right. you gave me give russell crowe run for his money beautiful mind <laughs> I tried. I don't. I don't know. Josh can be the judge of that. Absolutely. He. he this kid can act. <laughs> Absolutely. There's so no other way to say it. You didn't throw any like heads of le- lettuce or tomatoes at him. No, none of that. I, mean, I thought about it from uh, other, some of the other people, but you know, no, I'm just kidding. I, lo- I love those guys. Yeah, were, a- it was a very good production. That's good. Yeah, that's cool. I know Tom uh, uh, Laura. I think the head of um, theater over there at Algonquin uh, is very active on Twitter and, mm-hmm. and social media, and he seems like yeah, he's, um, a, he's a big unscripted supporter. He's, yeah. He, yeah, yeah, he definitely um, he gets a lot of love from people on right. social media. So well uh, now I know Nick's older brother Tyler uh, from my days as kind of a part-time reporter and writer for the Metro West Daily News. Um, he was a hype man. He was a hype man for Algonquin, uh, and I think he might have started T Hawk Tweets, uh, which is Algonquin kind of Twitter site focused on covering all Algonquin sports, kind of like what Unscripted does. Um, now, Nick, you're a part of T Hawk Tweets. Uh, what's that like? Um, T Hawk Tweets is a lot of fun. It's a lot of work. Um, it's I, I don't think people kind of understand how much uh, work we put into that just because there are so many activities going on at Algonquin and we do our best to cover um, all of them. Um, so that it, it, it's kind of tricky, but it's a lot of fun. Like I said, um, my brother, um, he started, at a, uh, I think, like five, about five years ago. Um, and we're, we have like 2,700 followers now. Um, so we got we have a huge outreach and it's awesome to to – be tweeting either during a game or after a game and, and just to get the notifications to see who's liking the tweets and see who's actually seeing the tweets. And it's awesome to get the community engaged. And it's a huge, um, like my parents always tell me that they, that's how they know what the scores of the games are. Cause sometimes, uh, it, sometimes we'll have, um, like you guys there covering the games or sometimes we'll have like, um, just, just other people covering the games, but usually it's, it's Tioch tweets, especially if we're playing a, it's not as um, notable of a game. We'll be the only ones covering it. So we are um, a lot of people's uh, outlet for how sports teams maybe that they don't follow, like swimming or gymnastics, is doing. And I mean, our gymnastics team just competed in the state uh, state meet, so that was huge. They but, came in sixth place. We were there. Lizzie uh, Dobrowski, or how do you say her last name? Yeah. A very good, uh, very she good was, freshman. She's um, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah she's we had gonna, some good photos of her recently. Yeah. Um, I won't lie. I'm not going to lie. We sometimes hear the Daily News because we cover 25 different high schools and mm-hmm. can't like like Nick said, we can't get to every event. Uh, we'll type into your tweets and say, "All right, that was the score of this game." And you guys are pretty reliable on 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 task. You got scores right, got the names spelled right. So yeah. we actually rely on you guys sometimes. So it's kind of cool, like full circle kind of stuff. And I'm also not going to lie. Uh, Nick's older brother Tyler, like I said, I knew him. He gave me a long sleeve uh, super fan T Hawk shirt uh, back probably about five years ago. And usually we don't take stuff from people. It's kind of against journalist ethics. But I'm not going to lie. It was a very cold night covering boys soccer uh, at Gonk <laughs> at Dick like Walsh him. Field. So it was nice, a uh, nice present from uh, Tyler. Right. Hope he's doing well. I know he plays golf at BC. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, Josh, besides being kind of the brains 
of Unscripted. I hear, um, or I heard you were kind of the mastermind behind another pretty awesome thing, uh, a fundraiser to help your sister. So you can, can you tell us what that's all about? Yeah. So my sister was diagnosed with epilepsy in 2012 um, at the age of six, and it was really tough on our family um, for a couple of years. And so in 2014, we started Putting for Purple, which is a annual mini golf fundraiser to raise money for epilepsy research. And so we donate all the money we get to the hospital in New York that took care of her. Um, it's really special to us. We love doing it. It's a lot of a lot of work, a lot of organization. We get a lot of help from friends and volunteers, and it's really it's a good day every year, and everyone enjoys it. Are we going to do it again this year? Yeah, it's going to be. We do it every October. It's going to be the sixth one. During the usually during the Patriots bye week. Yeah, usually during the Patriots bye week, so no one so no one misses the game. Yeah, um, that's good. That's smart marketing right there. Yeah, um, but it'll be our sixth annual, and it's pretty crazy because when we started it, we didn't. We didn't think it would be nearly as big. You know, my my parents were like, my sister was very into it, and my parents didn't want to get her hopes up that there were going to be so many people there. It ended up being so many people and so much support, so it was awesome. So you said putt for what? Putting for purple. And then is it mini golf? Yes, it's mini golf at the Green Thumb in Westboro. Awesome. And if you want to learn more, puttingforpurple.com. Perfect. Putting yeah, for purple. That website. We'll yep. put that. Uh, we'll put that on our podcast uh, article for sure. And, awesome. And this and make sure you. Uh, I know you'll be at college at that point, but make sure you reach out to the Daily News and myself, and we'll maybe have to come cover uh, in person. That'd be great. I love a good putt putt round anyway. Uh, Johnny, you recently committed to uh, run at UMass Boston, so congrats on that. It's pretty, Thank you. Pretty awesome thing. You'll be doing your thing beyond just Algonquin, which is cool. Uh, you're a three sport runner, cross country, indoor and outdoor, I, I believe. So good for you. Uh, but beyond running. Um, you know, on foot, I hear you run a pretty good uh, personal Twitter account. Uh, you've had some viral tweets, and can you tell us what those were and your secret to uh, your Twitter savvy? Yeah, my uh, Twitter name is ESPN John Simmons at ESPN John Simmons. So hit me up. Uh, I'll basically tweet anything related to Boston sports. Uh, in my bio, it says diehard Boston sports fan. So yeah, I'll tweet anything like. Oh, I love all caps. That's that's a big thing. Lots of spaces. Uh, spaces are great because it's easy for to consume. Here, I mean, spaces. it's kind of like Especially when it's in all caps. yeah. I mean, people are like, see some tweets and it's not in all caps. They're like, what are you doing? They walk and be like, why is it not in all caps? It's like your signature. <laughs> exactly. Do you mind if we do start doing all caps? Do it. Yeah, I, I, that's a secret that we're going to use it. <laughs> no, it's I, I, I like it. He's got ESPN that start his um. His Twitter handle, and when I first saw it, I was like, "Oh, cool! Like, this is an ESPN person." Obviously, Johnny doesn't work for ESPN yet, but I yeah. think uh, the yeah, way he's day. the way he's doing it, he's on his on the on the right path. So, anyway, we can help you, Johnny. You feel free to come work yes. here, intern, or or get some <laughs> stuff in the summer. We'll 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 definitely take uh, take you for a ride. We'll, we'll try you out. But um, before uh, I hand over the keys of this Cast Corner podcast, if we're talking about Twitter, I'm going to plug myself. So my Twitter is Tommy Castle, C-A-S-S-E-L-L 44. And our daily news sports Twitter is Metro West Sports. So uh, enough plugs for now. Uh, let's take one last break. And when we return, I'll hand over the keys to Castle's Corner to Unscripted. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Castle's Corner. We are Unscripted, presented by Algonquin, uh, brought to you in part by the Metro West Daily News. Um, and we're here today. Uh, we got a couple things planned uh, just for this yeah. podcast. We're going to uh, 
What do you say we go out? We're just gonna give a couple shout outs to some of our boys back home. Um, so I, I'm just gonna go ahead and shout out my my man Alex Caravan. Alex, um, when you're when you listen to this, just know that I believe in you and uh, you're you're a talented individual. And just know that I'm watching out for you like a little brother because that's that's what you are. You're you're my son. So uh, I love you, kid. Next one. Next one's gonna go out to classic Sean Cullen. Classic Sean Cullen. He's a great kid. Does everything. Smart. Good looking. You know the works. Very athletic. Looks better with frosted tips, if we're being honest. Yes, the soccer. Yes, looks very good. <laughs> you gotta get that free throw percentage um, up. My king. <laughs> yeah, that's, you get, that's you what hit we're some going. Two yeah, shots, but fifty-two you get percent on the bit. year is not gonna cut it. So Alex, you gotta get your free, free throw percentage up. Too. Yeah, fifty-two percent's not gonna cut it. He's pretty hot in the playoffs though. From True. from the free throw line. He did throw Alex's first hoop. Yeah, no, yeah, that was huge. Still yep. thinks it's the best play of the season, but uh, yeah. Uh, quick shout out to Jack Tobin for Thanks always, <laughs> always giving out the best spread before the game in CMAS. Tobin's always has it on like the Vegas. dot. I always uh, second he walks in the door, I'm like, "What's the spread?" He'll give me an exact number. Oh yeah, Tobin is Vegas. It's always accurate. I mean, oh yeah, me and Tobin. Yeah, Tobin. I think his spread for the Westboro game was Gonk minus like. 16 and a half, and we won by like 18. It was, it was something wild. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. We can't forget about Nick Redden. Oh, Drives yeah. that Supreme Chevy. Um, Texas, he lo- big, huge him, Texas fan. Loves Texas. Huge Texas fan, even though Texas is actually garbage this year. Um, but, yeah. No, Nick just. He, no, I've known Redden for a to, while. Yeah, he Watched him like, play travel Slenderman. all the way through. He's Slenderman. He's. He's always nailed some <laughs> crazy shots. I remember there's yeah, one true. try he made. Most annoying person to play against in street ball because he just doesn't miss. Yeah, exactly. Like, it was, it was his release Falcon is so he, high. Falcony milking oh. game. Yeah. He pulls up from half court yeah. with a buzzer, and he actually just makes yeah, it. Yeah, like it's it's another shot for him. It's yeah. wild. Um, speaking of basketball, um, you know, we're kind of heavy on the basketball theme. Celtics. Boy, oh, boy. We were going to talk about this last show, but we, we didn't get around to it. Yeah, because, yeah. <laughs> this is something we don't want to talk about. The we'll show is already like 35 minutes long. Yeah, um, t- yeah, they're tough spot and a tough spot. So we're gonna do we're gonna do a quick Mount Rushmore of least favorite Celtics players right now on the team. I'm gonna start my least favorite on my Mount Rushmore least favorite. Just gotta be Marcus Smart. Always has been. I f- always will be. Just because he's, he's the. Sean's, Josh the, is mad. He's gotten better at this at this criticism, but he shoots. He shoots. He just shoots. That's my only issue with him. He shoots. I, I wish we could have more time so I could debate that because Marcus Smart's my guy. But I will go with Daniel Tice. He wears an undershirt. He's German. There's not too much to like about him. True. The undershirt, that's bad. He's also not great at basketball. Can't shoot. Yeah, just not a great season for him. Uh... I'd go with probably Jalen Brown. I mean, okay. we're going to run out of players. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, he's been on the team. Uh, I don't feel like he deserves starting role yet. There's just a lot of players to have to play, and I feel like. Yeah, and he's also he also just said they were toxic. Yeah. We don't want that. I, I just don't like negativity at all. I think people are just, I think he's just taking it for granted. Like, I don't think he realized that playing, because he's never played anywhere else, playing in Boston's second to nothing. Where else would you rather play? Where else would you rather play? Exactly. Next, what about Kyrie? Kyrie, 
Kyrie is a, Kyrie is a, a fantastic card. player. Oh, he's I hate so Kyrie. Good. He's so good, but he's just if he just never talked to anyone other than his teammates. I don't, and I don't understand and family, his comments. He's he would be good. Yeah, Kyrie, Kyrie might be like one of the best players in the league if he just didn't talk to the media. He's so yeah. distracted. But like, I don't understand why. Like, he's still the best finisher in the league. He just can't. I, he I can't leave this clutch. team. What do you mean he can't lead this team? He hasn't been doing a good job this year, right? I mean, you're not wrong, but in the playoffs, you need a guy like him that can go for 35 any game. No, I love that, but, you know, it's not looking like that right now. All right, you want to do uh, snake draft. So you want to do one – we'll each do one more? Yeah, we'll each do one more. Quick, rapid fire. Uh, I don't know. You go first. I can't think of it. All right, I'll go. I got Terry Rozier. Uh, Why? Can't can't shoot, plays minimal defense. Are you kidding can't shoot once again. He's sponsored by Puma. That's enough. I would take Wanamaker over him. So, you know, that's my opinion. We'll, we'll talk on Unscripted. Uh, just for that, just because of that, I'm going to have to go Wanamaker on my Mount Rushmore um, because how dare you res- disrespect Terry Rozier like that. Terry Rozier is the drippiest player in the NBA. It's not even a question. And he, quite frankly, is probably the most attractive player on the Celtics. And... That's all. That's all I have. To all say right, I'm gonna go with uh, Rob Williams because what? Time Lord? I mean, there's not no. a spot in a, in a team for him. Dude, I mean, he's so good. We have so many other players. He's like Horford that, like, if Horford was 20. But Horford's like and athletic. Good. <laughs> I mean, I, Williams Horford's doesn't get like, any minutes. Horford's but like 80. It is what it is. Horford's you, you back's gonna break if he goes up for defensive rebounds. I think. I think he's Boston is too big of a name. I, I guess we actually like these guys more than we thought because I'm pretty sure everyone we've had at least some disagreement. So maybe these guys aren't like the worst people ever. Besides, I mean, I think we can all agree. Maybe. We can all agree that Tatum's probably. All right. <laughs> all right. Yeah. There you go. All right. So uh, before we leave, we'd just like to give a quick shout out to uh, Caitlin, Caitlin Keller. Thank you very much for the production of the, today's episode, and thank you for listening. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, we are Algonquin Unscripted.